Welcome back to I Love You 3000 Minutes. My name is Brian. I'm Richard. And this is the podcast where we traveled back in time in game style to rewatch the entire Infinity Saga from Iron Man 1 to Spider-Man Far From Home one marvelous minute at a time. This is minute 116 of Iron Man 1. And Mr. Richard, what happened? Uh, Tony continues and he's like, it's not that bad. Even I don't think I'm Iron Man. Like, you'll be able to sell it at the press conference really well. You're not. Okay, you're not. Sue yourself. <laughs> <laughs> She she tries to tell him, you're not, shut up, you're not. <laughs> um, and he was like, you're right, if I were Iron, Iron Man, I'd have a girlfriend that'd be worried sick, and she'd be a wreck staying up at night, worried about me, blah, blah, blah. Uh, good but thing that's not happening. proud of me. Yeah, but she... would not even make her crazier about me. <laughs> me, uh, to quote uh, Bo Burnham, uh, me, 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 <laughs> like everything's about him right now. <laughs> and yeah it's true he he said he goes when he has these things with pepper it's in a little bit of a self-centered way but he he's clearly caring about her and caring what she thinks about him the entire time yeah know? it's a it's a great part of his arc because in captain america civil war starts becoming about her and the much more i mean like it was there in avengers one you know when he's going towards the portal mm-hmm. and Jarvis says would you like me to call Miss Potts and says might as well he tries to say goodbye but yeah um and so uh Tony cuts it <clears throat> Tony takes a turn and he says tell me you never think about that night and she's like what night and he goes you know and she's like oh the night that we danced and we went up on the roof and then you went downstairs to get me a drink and then you forgot about me <laughs> fucking love that it's <laughs> such a the music does such a good job of supporting that and setting up that reversal mm-hmm. and just ah uh, fantastic chef's kiss mm-hmm. and uh she's like is that the night you're talking about and his face he looks deflated and like he just goes yes <laughs> he's like i guess he's like i guess you don't remember that night like i do <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was also the night that while I went to get you that drink, uh, the trash that you took out uh, approached me. And then I, <laughs> me and the trash went over to uh, Mega Trash, uh, Iron mon- uh, Monger Trash. And right. He was a total douche noggin. And then the trash you took out earlier went away, and she was looking real classy. Uh, and, then, and I didn't do anything with her. Yeah. Just forgot her name. Mm-hmm. I forgot her name, which I would never do to you, Popcorn Pepper. pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, she did see him later that night, so she knows that it's not like he just forgot about her. It's like, oh yeah, fuck, that just reminded me. Like he literally comes back, and she's like, she's going down and be like, yo, like what happens with the drink? Are those bullet holes? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. I completely didn't even think. About that. Wait, bullet holes. You know, the next time she sees him is after he goes to Gold Mirror and comes back with bullet holes in the suit. I thought, yeah, no, I didn't think about that. I thought she was on the stairs when Tony was seeing uh, Obadiah Stane off from that photo op. I'm talking about Pepper. I know. I thought she was there on the stairs behind him. No, that was Christine Everhart. Okay, maybe you're right. Yep, that's Christine Everhart. You are absolutely correct. And then we see Nora from How I Met Your Mother on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that night he did totally just leave her and pepper had no idea where the hell he went and then literally the next time was like are those bullet holes right wow pretty 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 uh, you know a lot more fucked up of an argument than she thought 
Mm-hmm. She's gonna have it. Right. So did we get through Oh yeah. So um his goose has been got. But that it was super cute because after that she's like Right. Uh, this but is... then we we go back to, you know, business as usual, Mr. Stark, Miss Potts. Mm-hmm. We this is a really cute moment. It's a much more manageable dose of cute moments than in the amazing Spider-Man 2, where you're hit over the head with it with uh, Emma. Emma, Emma Stone. Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield. It's at least 20 minutes. That movie has at least 20 minutes of them being cute and talking and stuff. I cried four times in the first Amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited for Amazing Spider-Man 2 until I found out that instead of the normal thing which they used to do, which was that the rest of the world saw the movie a week early and then the U.S. saw it, it was two weeks early. So I was like, fuck it. I'm watching it online. And that movie was such fucking garbage that if I still owned my collector's set from Amazing Spider-Man 1, I would have literally just started recording and smashed it to bits. <laughs> but I think Maddie's mom has. But that movie was so fucking... Was yeah. so, I read so many articles and interviews about it ahead of time. And they, they had... The cast actually put in good performances, but just the script was dog poo. Yeah, like, what the fuck is up with that? I mean, first off, there's two made. The first thing I would change about both movies is the ending moments. In the first one, he... <laughs> promises Gwen Stacy's dad that he'd leave Gwen Stacy alone. And then he <laughs> comes back at the end and the and teacher just, says, if you make a promise, uh, I, I, I won't be late again, I promise. It's like, make sure, you know, like if you make a promise, keep it. And he says, or don't break it. And he's like, but those are the best kind. It's like, oh, they're going to be together. And I'm like, that's the dirtiest way to say that. That's the grimiest fucking horrible, like, to your dad mm-hmm. like say sometimes I just can't help myself. it's the same message across <laughs> shows that you're trying to keep that promise but doesn't feel weird and gross Gwen Stacy's dad is rolling around in his grave like ah! but then in the second movie not only did they have that weird fucking ghost dad like god don't stop don't do ghost dad don't do ghost dad it's fucking stupid the, the second one ends with this year long montage that's heartbreak even surrounded by a garbage movie and it's like holy shit it's been ever and then like the kid tries to stop rhino and spider-man comes in he's like thanks for for uh keeping the city safe while i was gone mm-hmm. beautiful mm-hmm. beautiful but then he gets up on a fucking uh, squad car takes a bullhorn he's like hey dumb fuck what's up dumb fuck i'm here to fuck you up dumb fuck <laughs> it's like what the f- that was a part break that was a emotional you could have landed this you could have taken this dog shit piece of movie and just stuck the landing and then you didn't it's <laughs> like it would have been so easy god fuck Avi Arad and uh uh the woman who's still pascal something she andy newton recently came out and talked about how she was almost in mcg's Charlie's Angels and uh, whatever her name is, something Pascal is like, yeah, but you're not white. So we got him like show that you're groovy and shit and like urban. Like, fucking That's gross. really what they did. That's that was their rationale. For I that? mean, Tandy Newton didn't go into yeah. the Pascal, the lady who's still involved. Avi Rod's a dinosaur and he's an idiot. Um, <laughs> uh, and she's racist. So fuck it. OK, so they did that to show that Peter was urban. No, really? no, 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 no. Uh, Tandy Newton, I think I'm remembering her first name right, the woman who is in Mission Impossible 2, who's almost in Charlie's Angels, mm-hmm. and, you know, one of the characters, and Pascal, the, the woman who produced the Spider-Man films, when she was talking to her, she's like, well, you're not white, so we should have you, like, dance on a bar, you know, uh, 
bar have like really sh- close shots of your butt shaking because you're urban. Wait, wait, who said that? Tandy Newton? No, she told Tandy Newton. Okay. okay. One of the big, gotcha. one of the two big producers of the Spider-Man. Gotcha. Okay. Who I blame for fucking up the Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So, gotcha. Okay. So I have no problem shitting on her, whether it's specifically her fault or not, because she's a racist. Right. Uh, and Avi Arad has long been documented to <laughs> you know, things succeed in spite of mm. so Yeah, and they build Rhino as being one of the villains that's featured prominently in the movie, and he just shows up in those last three minutes. Yeah, they should not have had his Rhino suit in the trailers at all. Right. It would have been better if they didn't, so mm. that it didn't have our expectations risen and they all weird. There's a million things about that, yeah. but for both movies, the endings really shit the bed. I, I mentioned how all their performances were thrown away, but I really love Jamie Foxx's performance, and they threw that away. Uh, Jamie Foxx's character, Electro, he just falls into a vat of electric eels. Nothing special about him. He should have just been electrocuted and killed or whatever, but that's not what happened. I was fine with that. That was no, funny. I, it, that was that, funny? <laughs> I mean, that was funny. You know, it literally had a close-up shot of his the gap in his teenix. It's like, that's so comic books horny. If the movie was better, I promise that moment. The movie is dog shit, so. To me, that was a low light. Um, Because there was nothing, but you should have just been, never mind. Anyway, there's a million video essays that say it better than either of us (sighs) could, but the the worst thing about it is their endings, because both of them shit the bed. Yeah. Um, so. Hey, fuck, Vince, I'm gonna fuck (laughs) Does he actually say that? No. No, okay. But it's okay. so fucking... So here's what happened. I watched, like, the last one-third one day on uh, TV, and then I rented it from YouTube, and I watched the first two-thirds, and I couldn't bring myself to watch the last one-third because it had already dragged on for so long. I hope you haven't, haven't done that while we've lived in because no. I own it. I, <laughs> I was like... This was about two years ago. <laughs> I was considering buying it, and good thing I did. Um, so, they changed subject from Tony abandoning Potts at the dance uh, at the, the, the benefit. Uh, I think it literally was 90 seconds just being up there. Yep, yep. Since Colson said it. Let me see. He did that tight. But my point is, all right, he says 90 seconds at 37 seconds of the last minute. Then there's a whole other minute, basically, of them upstairs. So, been 83 seconds. So he's got seven seconds to run downstairs and run 40 feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he's got seven seconds to run 100 feet. <laughs> like, going... 40 feet to the stairs, going all the way down the stairs, and then another 40 feet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this isn't quite Christopher Nolan uh, obsession of, over time. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it cut that tension with, will that be all Mr. Stark? That will be all Miss Potts. And uh, it cuts to Rhodey about to give the floor, give the stage to Tony Stark. Just a, just a pretty, a beautiful man. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Again, it's a cute moment. And they have about two or three minutes of cute moments between him and Pepper and not 20, uh, which is nice. And not what? And not 20, like in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um, Man, that movie well, that, sucks, doesn't that, it? That movie just sucked because it kept going back and forth. If it was cute moments starting at one place and then ultimately slowly getting us to another place, like them, I don't know, keep it repairing the relationship and kind of going back towards actually being together and starting off not together, then that would be... I would argue it would be better. But it keeps going, we're back together. We shouldn't be together. We're back together. We shouldn't be together. I'm stalking you. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops, I told you. Yeah, like their chemistry is electric. And it's not an electro pun, but I'll take it. Uh, And they were dating, so it really was electric. Just kept doing the 
Ooh. It did like 72 episodes of a soap opera in an hour and a half. And they, but in reality, like two hours and a half because that movie was fucking dog shit. They spent a lot of time trying to make sure everyone knew that Peter was burning the candle at both ends with him just like tired, walking into his apartment, hanging the suit up, lying down, standing back up. Oh, God. And there was a and that can be done well because it was done well in Spider-Man 2 and Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2 with Dr. Connor saying, why you're always late. And when you do show up, you're exhausted. What is going on? They did it well. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. I'm Richard. I'm Brian. You've got an army. We've got a podcast.